Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And our guest today has been on everything. The, oh, <laughs> the Tonight Not Show. Not Mark Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Burn out the gate. <laughs> She's very interruptive. You'll see. Anyway, <laughs> she's been on everything. The Tonight Show, The Late Show, The Late Late Show, Comedy Central, HBO. The list honestly goes on and on. She's one of our favorite comics. She also wrote an amazing memoir called You're Better Than Me and wrote and directed the movie Women Aren't Funny. Oh, the best. Welcome to the show, Bonnie McFarlane. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What a oh, joy. Man. You are one of the comics where you could feel good inviting your friend. You know, like... There's certain comedians where it's like, look, this might be like really great or you might just be offended or I don't know, might, they, they might not be wanting to be on stage. You knock it out of the park every time I see oh you. God. So not fucking true. funny. I know that you want to kill yourself with me saying shit like this, but I'm done. It's over. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Bonnie's just sure. I bomb a lot. Don't leave that out. I'm proud <laughs> of those I'm so bombs. happy to have you. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with Hemda. Like Bonnie's the kind of comic where every time you're on stage like I want to run and watch because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. is true. <laughs> I know. Sometimes also, also she's, like, very, she's very funny. These comedians are just like, like vultures. You see just, them coming to the door. You're like, am I bombing that bad where there's now five comedians watching? I actually just remembered one of the last times Bonnie I bombed, and let's talk about it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, it's actually more of a. I don't even know that I would constitute this as a bomb, and I wonder if you remember this, Bonnie. Let's years, analyze. Years okay, back, no, it. it's it's on me. Um, years back, I did something uh, with the Intero Bang. Uh, I think called Comedy 101, I believe. Oh, I do remember. You were wearing a fur coat. Yes. Were you? Yes. No, I'm sorry. Guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. That doesn't sound like you, Andrea. No. (laughs) Fur coat, probably bra as a shirt, probably leather pants. Definitely August. Yes. Yeah, I I remember clearly saying you were very funny. Oh. uh, I don't know what was happening with the other judges. I don't remember that. But I I remember, um, did you win? Uh, so this is what happened. So what <laughs> happened was this comedy 101 is, um, I would say a trap. 
Uh, it's a fun trap, but it's a trap set by Intero Bang and the Bennington Show to get. Let me like, tell you to be mean. They're like, be as mean as you want to be. Oh yeah. Oh, then, let like, me say, let me tell you. you know, what they that say comes very easily to me. From the other end. Okay, so basically, okay. they they wrap it in this gift that says you're an upcoming comic. You want to learn from the best. You are going to go on stage with comedy legends, and you're going to tell your jokes, and they're going to roast you in between jokes during whatever right right so we got like, to, to hit a, a bell right something humiliating like that when, like when, a, right. a little a little beyond like throwing I think tomatoes. you got to shoot them with rubber bullets <laughs> i think you got to we didn't need them. that we we could take them down with a couple of words oh <laughs> and and like you know this was a i, I was fairly early on into comedy and I was like, oh, I'm being booked for like a freak show. Like I was aware of, yes, of right. what was happening. The other comics, maybe not as much aware that this was a freak show. People would get comics? mad. They would get very mad. And I'd always be like, don't you know what's like happening? Like this, yeah. was, this was the plan all along. Yeah. yeah. They're being like, come be amongst legends. And I'm like, this oh, is not yeah. us amongst legends. This is us like going up like sacrificial lambs. But the... On the on the end of like the of, bang. I'm sorry, I'll get like get your story, but I remember one of them, not the one you were on, uh, a man who was handicapped. Rich, do you remember this? A man, uh, comedy 101, a man who was had some kind of handicap. Maybe he had been shot in the head. Yes. Oh, like was a it soldier Hugh? or something. Was it Hugh? I don't remember, but he gave okay. a big speech at the end about how amazing it was that he was there and whatever. And I couldn't help myself. I dinged. <laughs> in the middle of his speech so that we like could all what, start roasting him again. <laughs> it, it's like, I love stuff like this, but it's also like when you, these people don't know the, me being included in this. Yeah, Rich is saying that he said that the contestants weren't told. They weren't yeah. Told they, 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 they set us up too then because they're like, they know they're being roasted. They're here. They know it's supposed to be fun. But people would, okay. did get mad a couple of times. And which is what they're counting on. They're counting on like right. you getting mad and then the comedians making fun of you more right, and you being right. like a humiliated right. idiot. Um, and, but they also said, they told us before the show, don't hit back at the comedians. Like don't, don't oh. joke back at the comedians. Because they and can't was, take it, right? We're sensitive. <laughs> or they kind of like put it under the guise of like, they're the professionals, so let them, like, you know, run the show joke wise, and you're just. Oh, that feels like, bad. It's like if your husband oh, hits you, just keep letting him feel hit bad? you. Yeah, it feels like it feels like we're out rhino hunting or something, but yes! the, the rhinos yeah. have been sedated already. <laughs> exactly. And I remember being like, I'm not going to not talk back to the comedians. And the other right. comics were like, no, Andrea, you can't do it. Andrea, who were the other comics on this? It was so, and I think I was put in a, a more kind of unique position because I had met Bonnie before. I had, I think I had met Rich maybe once before. And it was also Robert Kelly. And there was one other guy who was like maybe a serious host or some, a serious XM host who I didn't know, but I felt like comfortable enough to take jabs at them in a in like a way you know which my the other people were not doing and then it started derailing I was telling this bit about come that I love to tell and it was <laughs> definitely not a finished bit whatsoever and then it ah, just, wasn't it ah. <laughs> and then it just degenerated into a bit's gonna yelling. get blue balls <laughs> 
come on. <laughs> and that's why you're the, that was why you were on the dais. <laughs> you can fight back now. <laughs> yes. I had you on here to talk to you about this. Shit. Yes. No. This is an ambush podcast. I love it. Yes. It, it, it generated me. into me going, give me that, come, give me that, come. And the audience was screaming. Oh. Give me that cum. And I was just like, this. I'm sure I was also screaming. It, it was I can't, if chanting starts, I jump in. I don't, I don't care what it is. It was one of those memorable nights of my comedy career. Cause I was like, I felt this sense of victory, uh, walking into this horrible trap and like coming out. I not, I wouldn't say a champion, but like coming right, out. Right. Right. You coming, at the distance, you were Rocky. Exactly. Yeah. Like coming out, you know, relatively with some dignity but it was I, so i was like i am yelling give me that cum judging from your me. outfit i didn't think dignity yeah. was high on your scale no but um <laughs> she's back bitch but you know you know what's great i don't know if you guys know this you're both canadians oh i know oh, so. we, we've been through this before i think right yes yeah like, i'm from vancouver and and you're from the I'm middle from of Lake, nowhere. alberta yeah yeah this is there's this zero is in corona cases and that's because there's zero people i mean what you describe yes. in your book as your upbringing and i love that you didn't know that that was abnormal until you got to like some yeah, kind like of when we got a tv we're like yeah. hey wait a second <laughs> you're a woods canadian i'm a city canadian you're yes, a country right. canadian and those are very different i did live in canadian. vancouver for a little while and yeah. victoria oh victoria is beautiful place gorgeous oh. Well, oh. so um, it was comedy, obviously, that brought you down here, right? Yeah, I actually um, started doing stand-up in Vancouver at a place called um, Gaslight or Gas Pump, something like okay. that. Mm -hmm. And um, it was because it was in a gas station. Gaslight was that, or was it in Gas Town? Gas. It was shut up. Was it in Gas Town? Yes, hell it was. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought but maybe I it was Gaslight because it was run by a man. <laughs> oh damn! There she Sorry. is. Sorry, <laughs> and um, they had really big comedians come through. Like mm -hmm. years after, I would run into people that I'd seen at that that comedy club. And um, uh, well, I was a, I was a hostess there first, and then I really I was writing, and then I um, for a, I don't know, I don't remember where this story starts, but I I was I was a freelance. Um, writer and I would write like stupid like pamphlets and safe shit for safety equipment and mm -hmm. I did a menu once and stuff like that and um I started working at the the this comedy club and uh then I won a contest and and they flew me to um Toronto mm -hmm. to, to, for the finals which I ended up winning and yeah yeah bitch and then um I just stayed there. I just never, I just had somebody like ship me my bed. <laughs> like then, your childhood bed. Just like, I have to have something. I home. need this. Yeah. I don't know. And, um, Bonnie didn't know you could buy new beds for the amount it takes to ship. I one. didn't have any money. I just, I've never like money's never been on the top of my list of things to get. Um, so I, I just never worry. Like I forget to get paid all the time. Like it's so weird. I just I, it doesn't occur to me that that's like <laughs> why I'm doing Sorry. this. <laughs> but um, anyway, so then when I was in Toronto, um, I was at my friend's. I still didn't have a TV. I just never had a TV. I just I, I guess I never got like into it because we didn't have one growing up. And um, I was at my friend's house, and there was a show called Caroline's Comedy Hour, and um. 
I was like, I should do that show. And so then I called them. I called Caroline's and, uh, um, as in like the Caroline's as in yes, Caroline's comedy the, club. <laughs> yes. Hi, is Caroline there? Yes. I swear to you. I, so I was like, I go, who books the show? Ah, and this is such balls. I love it. And they were like, it's kind of just ignorance. I had my comedy notebook there thinking they're probably going to want me to do some jokes. Like I was ready. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't reverse the charges, which I thought was very good of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was paid for that long distance call myself. Um, so, so yeah, this is landline time. And um, wow. so I called them and then I said, who books the, the show? And they didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, the comedy show like I need to talk to the person in charge of the comedy show and so are you Caroline or the the tv show (laughs) and then they put me through to the guy who booked he also booked the club but he also booked Caroline's comedy out of the tv show and so I was taught he was like kind of amused by me and then he said um you know we talked a little bit about I was like I've been doing comedy I think at that point I've been doing it about a year and um you know sort of gave him the low down. He asked me if I was cute. Mm. And I was like, I don't really have a full length mirror, but <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I get some looks. And um, then he goes, I have these guys in my office that are fixing the ceiling in my office right now. I'm going to put you on speaker. And if you can make them laugh, I'll give you the show. And what? yeah, I had my comedy notebook there. It was like, I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. And then I just started. Bonnie, what was it like to be a man for just one moment? <laughs> I know, right? I used to be a man. I swear to God, I had so much <laughs> balls. I, it's crazy. I think, like it's I, a, think, I think I've gotten so much more scared of life as I get older, you know. It's I also like, think we used to call places and people used to answer. Yes, like, it, is, it was a different time. You could just look up. You could just call the operator and be like, can you give me the number to whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just give it to you. Yeah. My mom used to tell me when, when I was looking for jobs, like back when I was like out, out of college, she'd be like, you got to print your resume out. You got to print like 20 copies out. And then you go from building to building yeah. in New York yes. City and you Wild. just give them your, uh, your resume. I've and gotten like, work oh, like that without yeah. a resume. Yeah. Right. But like not in an office building no. in Manhattan. Yeah. But like, no. all of our movies showed that, like, you know, this one dude who printed it, like, insisted on, you know, going past the reception. Yeah, Don't take no for an answer. Right, right. I used right. to spray a little bit and of And now we have Crystalia. <laughs> well, <laughs> Joy Behar, Joy Behar, I heard her tell her story, and she called SNL. And yeah, like, I love this. And, and, like, got through and might have even gotten through to What's-His-Face. Like, it Born. was just all this Born. thing. Like, she, a, a, lot, a lot of her career was just, like, Hi, Caroline. <laughs> just, and people just well, responded. The thing is, is that, that um, the truth of it is still the same, is that if you can actually yourself, not your agent, not an email, if you can actually connect with somebody, talk to them in person, either on the phone or, or um, in, in actual real life, it it's, makes an enormous difference. Yeah, yeah. You know? you're That's right. That's why when, when you meet people um when you go into a green room and you're going to meet a comedian that you like, you should always say, I'm a comedian right away. Cause for whatever reason, it just drops everything yeah. out of the way. And you can just communicate now with that person on a, on a, on a, a different level and they'll remember you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. um, 
because comedians just like other comedians, but also it's like if you're a little bit funny or you're a little bit interesting, it's like you don't, you honestly don't meet that many people who are. So, <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. <laughs> so, if you have a skill to that, then you should use it, you know? Yeah. And well, so, when you came down here, what was your first place like? So then I ended up moving into this, this woman had died. And, Love the start of this. Yes. And <laughs> like a week before, I'd gotten a manager by that time. I'd already done Caroline's, the TV show, and then uh -huh. I got a manager. And then he said, um, my wife's grandmother's died and um, they're going to like eventually sell the apartment, but you can live there until, and um, this was in Harlem. And I just moved into a dead woman's apartment. Her clothes were in the, I ate food in the fridge. That's how, <laughs> yes. That was so good. Yeah, that's, no. That's, I mean, she honor her, right? I mean, I wore her clothes. I wore uh, um, an outfit of hers no. on a TV show. Yes. Was it a fur coat? I asked the, I asked the, the granddaughter. Like, oh, I, yes. Can I wear your dead mom's outfit? I've been this sleeping her in her bed. Right. Sorry. And yeah. she had collected... <laughs> thousands of little um airline bottles of alcohol and i oh, collected like, huh uh -huh. <laughs> okay i guess she had a lot I, you know <laughs> what is that like she's been flying or what but um <laughs> i i went through all of them and it's uh it was it was a good education on different alcohols <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i think she got that education that might have been what put her under the ground but <laughs> well they were they were the i top. mean I don't think she was drinking them because she had so many, you know. Uh oh, okay, Bonnie's still from Canada, eh? <laughs> I don't think she was. Oh no, she couldn't have drank that much. I was helping her out. She just liked that they looked little like a dollhouse bottle. Yes, yes. A lot of people collect alcohol bottles just to keep them around. So full? No. Living in this dead woman's apartment um, in New York, drinking Did you sleep her, in her mini bed? bottles. I slept yeah. in her bed. Mm -hmm. Did you feel disorder? Because I, I, when I moved to New York, I moved to New York from um, Vancouver when I was 18. And I remember probably about a year of pure culture shock of just like people's mannerisms, how fast things move here. How loud people were. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when, I was always telling people to be quiet down. Yes. Like I, I would have guys come to my apartment and they'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, 10 to 10 rule. You don't have yes. that here? Or like, yes. quiet. They'd be like, what are you talking about? They just yell in the street and be like, hey, we don't do that in Canada. It's not polite. <laughs> I, I know. It's from yelling. I've turned into New York. I'm like, be more polite. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're in New York now. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that the worst apartment that you were in? No, then they did sell that apartment. That was a great apartment. It was huge. The only thing was, is that it was um, at that time, not a great neighborhood. It was 125 in Broadway. And so if I hadn't left by 10 o'clock, my personal rule was I didn't leave. So. Oh, so also oh, how much, so how much were you paying for that apartment? $600 a month. Ooh. That was, was, that was a lot for a while ago. It was really cheap yeah. even then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It oh, yeah, was, I guess I paid 600 in Queens and it was out and there. And this was like a huge one bedroom. It was like really nice and furnished. Yeah. <laughs> and food There's in the fridge. Yes, and clothes. Wardrobe included. Yes. <laughs> um, so, then, uh, so then I got an apartment. I had to move and I found somehow, I don't remember how, but this guy, I guess, was moving with his wife and their baby to the country or to upstate New York. And Is he dead too, Bonnie? No. So he, he wanted to keep the apartment mm -hmm. um, because he had a, um, you know, 
therapist still in the city. So he Mm -hmm. would come one day a week. So this is also the story of how I got my boyfriend. So um, he, I I had to be out. I think it was every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. until Thursday at 11 a.m. or something like that. Having therapy in the apartment. So he would stay, he would come, drive in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be at the apartment Wednesday night you know, get up and go to his appointment at 10 a.m. the next day and then drive back to the city. So there was one, you know, night that I had to be completely out. And so um, after like one week or maybe it was two weeks of, I was like, I got to get a boyfriend. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't sit in another diner. Yeah. I need a free, I need a free place to stay on Wednesday nights. It's like getting a pet. You're like, I got to get a pet. This is lonely. Yes. Oh God. So who'd you get? Um, so then I started dating this guy, um, who had like, I don't know, 20 roommates, but still it was better than <laughs> the diner. In a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Being raped repeatedly <laughs> behind the, yeah. I mean, um, if you can make it here, right. You know? Yeah. So how was that apartment? Was that a nice apartment? It was okay. It was like just semi-furnished, but it was another one bedroom. So, um, for the rest of the week, it was pretty cool. And then so, I stayed in that apartment until I moved to Los Angeles. Was so? Did you ever live anywhere else in New York City? Um, I did not. Uh, well, then when I moved to LA, um, I would come back and stay in uh, Jim Gaffigan's apartment, and he would stay in my apartment in LA. And he, at that time, he had in the like Little Italy, I guess. Oh, that's nice. Um, he had a railroad apartment. You have all the kids then. No, he was single and uh, ready to mingle. No, he, um, so, so there was the shower was in the kitchen. Uh-huh. I've, had, I've had that. Yeah. And, um, but then one time when I was there, um, oh, he had, he had no curtains because he said there was construction on the house next door. So it didn't matter. Like, I don't know why he had taken the curtains down. And wait, wait, the so, curtain off the shower that was in the kitchen? No, the curtain for the, the windows, oh, the the windows. windows. Yeah. on the one yeah. side. I was like, there's no curtains. And he was like, oh, there's that building is you like block under construction. So okay. it doesn't matter. There's yeah, nobody yeah. to see you. So I got out of the shower in the kitchen and um, turned and uh, there was all these workmen from the other building just <laughs> <laughs> staring at me. And I was like, ah! Yeah, because he, he's like, there's no one to watch you because no one's trying to look at naked Jim Gaffigan. No, I mean, right. he, he's like, no one watches me shower. Yeah. But then I, they would, I didn't know if they were the same workers, but like every day I had to walk past that building to go somewhere and I'd like all these heads would go across. Uh, Listen, I sometimes used- we have to do things to, you know, I mean, I, I'm very big on union workers. So it's like, sometimes we have to do things to support the union. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I, I once lived in a building, my first um, apartment actually in New York, I lived in the dorms for, it's kind of a similar situation. Actually, I lived in the dorms in Manhattan near Union Square. And I was like, I fucking hate this. It's horrible. It's loud. Union Square is not like you know, the cute neighborhood of New York City that right. you picture when you move there. It's like a mini mall, um, you know, filled with psychopaths. So I I caught myself a boyfriend at the clubs um, and, and he lived in Brooklyn in Prospect Park, beautiful neighborhood. Uh, similarly, like I think I paid like 400 and we lived in the same room. Um, 
and I lived with him and three other guys. So basically I was in like a frat house. Yes. Um, that had to have been worse. That had oh. to have been worse. You know what? It was disgusting, but I liked them. Like they were like yes, right, teaching me fine. how to smoke weed and oh, like wow. playing Radiohead. And I'm like real skills. Real yes. skills. I'm like, like, oh my God, tell me about Nietzsche. Like it's like stupid college. How is the bathroom? Nice and clean? Disgusting. But like I cleaned yeah. it. I was like their mom. Um, but it was one of those buildings that had um a you it was so big that it like wrapped around itself so you saw the courtyard downstairs it used to be a hospital i think and then you looked across the way and there was still the same building so you could see like the other residents staring at you um and me and my boyfriend used to have sex all the time because we were you know young and in love and then i noticed a guy with the uh watching us telescope binoculars watching us and I was like, oh, if you're going to watch, we're going to like fucking put on a show, motherfucker. So we used to like hold the window and like fucking go for it. And I was like looking oh right at Wow. Andrew, to be, to be young. Uh, I mean, I probably would still do that now. I currently live across the street from a hotel. And like back when we used to be able to touch people, I saw a couple watching me and this guy have sex and I waved at them and they waved back and I was uh-huh. like, yeah. I just would like to point out that that was the exact opposite response that Bonnie had. I know. Well, <laughs> I was by myself though, out of a shower in the kitchen. I was probably- <laughs> a kitchen shower. I mean, I-, I wasn't in performance mode. Totally. <laughs> I think when you realize people see you though, you know, you couldn't be upset. I could have been a little. I mean, I was, I did hold in my stomach uh, while showering. <laughs> yeah. That was nice of you. Thank yeah. you. So, so what's, what's, go ahead, Hamda. Uh, what was a moment where you were like, all right, I'm in New York. New York is that filthy, whatever I heard of, the dangerous. Have you ran into anything like that while you lived in New York? Um, yeah. I mean, well, like, did you eat rat by accident? You know how everybody no. does. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, I remember my manager at the time was like, do you need me to teach you about the subway? And I was like, oh my God, there's a subway in Toronto. Like, relax. I think I know how to take a subway. I was like so offended. I was just like, oh my God. And then I walked down into the subway and was like, yeah! <laughs> it was just so much bigger and crazier than Toronto. Yeah, Toronto has like, it's like this. Like if you want to yeah. go this way, it's one back and forth that way. And then if you want to go cross- It's like an X. City, it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and New like, York's like a swastika. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's four ways you can go in Toronto. And, and they're and all going <laughs> to a When you go down, it's just like, I mean, I was looking at the map all the time. Like, what yeah. the hell? I was so many times where I'd like, I'd be on and I think I know what I'm doing. And then I'd get up, you know, to get, you know, cause my stop is there. And then you realize I'm on the express, Fuck. Yeah. you know, and everybody just watched you stand up, like sit back down. And this was at, at, at the time, you know, we didn't have these Google maps and other maps in our phone. And so if you wanted to see where you were going, you had to look over someone's shoulder so yeah. close. I don't know why they put the map. You look, had to actually look at a map. There was nothing on, uh, up top that was telling you what stop you were at or like yeah. lots of times you're just yelling at people. Whoa! <laughs> you know, <laughs> help. Yeah. 
And, yeah. uh, did you ever feel in danger in New York or did you feel comfortable pretty much right away? I actually Other than your 10 o'clock in, rule. In, in danger. There was a couple of times like in Harlem when I was walking around, but people would ask me if I was lost. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, do you need help? <laughs> I'd be like, no, I live hey, here, lady. No, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that you started the, um, the gentrification? Yeah, I was like on the very like front lines of it. Wow. Um, well, if you went a little over, it was like, um, you know, all Latino. So, um, you know. So you fit depended right in where, there. It depended where you wanted to like, you know. But I almost always just walk downtown. Like I just immediately turn and start walking downtown. So and then you- I got rollerblades. I started rollerblading a little Rollerblades have been coming up a lot. Love recently. a good rollerblade. Yeah, they're yeah. back now in New York City during the pandemic because no one wants oh, to go on the train. Right. So people are on bikes, people are on rollerblades. It's a very interesting. We used to just go through the traffic. Like I can't believe we didn't get killed all the time. Like we just smoke enormous amounts of weed and then just like cruise around. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any bike lanes. I'm so amazed by what we have in New York now. Like you really did. There was a lot of, I don't know if you did this, Bonnie or Tracy, I'm sure you did. If you're skating around and like a cab cut in front of you, just bang on his yes, car. Yes. Yeah. We were like, yeah. You did you ever uh, hold on to a city bus? Um, I don't know. I don't think I ever did. Any did of that you stuff hold on to a city bus? Like, I think I might've done something like that once. I'm okay with public transportation as long as I'm outside of it. I just sure. can't be inside of it. Like I wouldn't be on the bus. I think about like when I was, uh, when I was younger, like I took the train to college. Yeah. Like, I took yeah. the sub, I took the A train to college. As to did I, yeah. mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, wow, that was a terrible life I lived. Like how did I, <laughs> <laughs> like being poor and alone, like that is just. I, I, th- when I first was in New York, I was in the summers, I was head to toe sweat all yeah. the time. Oh, like, God, the and the only saving grace was that literally everyone was. Like yeah. you just be, you'd show up places just completely soaked through. There's yeah. just this certain smell. Uh, there, okay. So there's a few smells in New York that I really, that kind of like are very nostalgic for me in a terrible way. Uh, number one, any bodega that has their door open, uh, when you you walk by the bodega, you're like, I could be blindfolded. Yeah. And as I walk, I'm like, we just passed a bodega because it has a bodega smell. Morning ladies. Yeah. Which is just such an awful smell and I can't describe it. It's It's, like musk and cat together. It's like cat and lunch meat. Yes. Yes. It's like if if heat, if heat had a flavor. Yes. And and if that flavor went bad. Right. But everyone, did you guys have, I know that Andrea has her favorite bodega. Like I, when I was younger, um, we used to buy beer at this one place in Ozone Park on Liberty Avenue and Woodhaven Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And we would like go in. Steve was the guy that worked there. His name was definitely not Steve. (laughs) He was like, he was from Pakistan. Muhammad, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. He was like from Pakistan. He was this young guy. And we would have so much fun. Like if we had not, we would drive around like at night just to like to hang out. Mm -hmm. Uh, me and my friend Noel, who's my co-host, we would just drive around for hours and then we'd be like, oh, let's go see Steve. And we would stand in the bodega, talk to Steve. He mm-hmm. would give us like usually like a cosmic brownie mm-hmm. and we would just like hang with him. And then like all the people that come in, they were buying cigarettes and we would, that was like our night sometimes. Yeah. Like hang in the bodega. Did you guys have like a place? Yes. Did you Bonnie, did you? Bonnie, did you? 
I, we just went, I remember just walking around all the time with beers and stuff. Nobody ever stopped you or like we would sit in just like those, um, you know, in the middle of the street, you know, they'd sometimes there's a like, um, a bench or something. We just sit there and drink beer. Well, yeah, traffic we're just like, like the park. isn't that the craziest thing? Like we yeah. used to be like, all right, well, let's go to, to this deli. We used to go there. Um, if someone had a car, we would like pop our trunk mm-hmm. and they would put like the tequizas, um, tequizas. Would, like, sometimes a Zima. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, we would get like six packs. We would get like the the wine coolers. I'd be like, I want a cherry one, or oh. uh, special brew is my favorite. Nasty booze, God loves yes, nasty right? booze. Or like you get like a forty of old English, and then you, I would get straws because I would be oh, like, yeah. you can't drink out of the bottles. That's disgusting. And we would just like sit in like a schoolyard and just drink. All yeah, night anywhere. Long. Nobody ever like. Yeah. I remember smoking weed, and a cop came by and just took our uh, pipes and just right. He yeah. just he just knocked him out, knocked the weed that we had in our pipes on the ground and handed our pipes back to us. Yeah, you were like grounded. The other smell <laughs> that I will say is pot illegal in New York now or not? Just it's curious. decriminalized. It's decriminalized. Yeah, oh, okay. you can get a ticket and you can't buy flour, but they're not really looking for that, and it smells like weed everywhere now. Yeah, yeah I know. Sure. New York has kind of returned to a little bit of lawlessness right now with the pandemic. People are drinking on the streets all over the place. Cops are like, I don't give a shit. It's a civil yeah. unrest. Yeah. This is not my problem. Yep. People are it's rollerblading. So we're People too busy dropping. setting off fireworks. Yeah, we're too busy <laughs> throwing children's faces. Why do you on think I'm so tired? I've been up. I was up until 3 a.m. last night just setting off fireworks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I hope it didn't keep anyone up. I'm just being paid by the NYPD. Yeah, I'm, I'm Italian. Like, what? Do, this is what we do. This is our people. It's part of our culture. Um, the other smell, though, that I want to talk about, and it's like kind of what you were saying, how you were like just sweating from the heat in the subway. No matter how hot it is outside, I just want people to know this. And this, I'm just going from memory. I haven't been on the subway since 2012. When you walk down into the subway stairs, it could be 100 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. It is 115 degrees once you get yeah. underground. It's like it's like walking into a pizza oven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. the the smell of the air is very specific. It's like uh, a lot of urine, a yeah. lot of urine. I get a urine note of urine, yeah. and then you get like uh, <laughs> subtle undertones of like uh, garbage. Mm-hmm. Poop. Uh, poop. Oh, yeah. You took poop. the word out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you, it's like the air is thick with everybody yes. that has come you through. You feel it. It's, yeah, yeah. You actually have to like, if you can swim through the air, if you could push, push yes. the air out of your way and then, and then once you get on the train, it's so air conditioned that at first you feel this wonderful relief. Yeah. Of, and oh, then you're like, it's sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then you're yeah. freezing and you're like, you know, in your little but sometimes hot- the air conditioning wouldn't be working either. You'd be stuck on the L train or something. You're just like, I can't, I'm, I will die in yeah. here. This yeah. Is insane. But the, the smell. And then when you come out of the subway, like you smell like that. Yeah. Don't yeah. say yeah. that. Yeah. You do. You smell like it. It's inside of your bones. I think it took me two and a half years to get the smell out of my system. And that's why I stopped riding the subway. It's like I being can't... on a bonfire, being near a bonfire. Right. It's like, it's like you see the, listen, you know, I love a good rat. I love a good rat. I love a good rodent. I love any kind of animal. I'm a big animal lover. Um, and I would see the rat on the subway track. Cause that's what the only thing that would give me joy from riding the subway is like looking over the tracks i like that too for some and i hate rats they really gross me out it's really freaky i get really nervous but because they're on the track yeah you can't do anything and i'm like oh look at that 
Yeah. yeah. Yes. I watch them like, Ooh, this is my entertainment now. Like I can have all the music I want, but I'm yeah. like, yes, that's this the real is New York city zoo. Like people yeah. think it's a central park zoo and it's not, it's just the, it's the actual subway tracks. And like, I would look, and then it's like, Oh my God, the rat has a juice box. He has a juice box. <laughs> and he has a friend. Look at there's his friend. Oh my God. Oh, he doesn't look well. Oh my God. Should we wait? Hold on. What do you have in your bag? Let's throw him something. <laughs> oh, oh my God. A nature Valley granola bar. They love them. They love that. And then you mm-hmm. just, you're feeding rats and it's, it's like being at the petting zoo without, yeah. you know, you're just, it's just so interactive and it's so lovely. And it was my favorite part. But then you, you realize like in the summer, that rat is surrounded by the same air that's in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So that rat is in my mouth and that wow. guy pooped himself and he's laying on the bench and the poop is dripping off of him. And that poop is in my mouth. How did COVID tr- tr- travel so much fine. in New York City. I can't even I don't know how this happened. Right. I, did I ever tell you guys about the time I threw up on the train? Oh, God. Uh, I think I'm going to take my earphones out for this one. Yeah. No, Wait, I'm sorry, which, Tracy. Which time? You forgot I, to add vomit to that. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't even want to. Aroma. So, <laughs> trigger warning, Tracy. I will, I'll, I'll keep the details of this. But basically, yeah, please. Let's make this really quick. I, I stepped onto the, the J train. Um, the J train, the J train, sorry. I hate the story. (laughs) (laughs) I stepped on the J train and I used to live in Williamsburg, um, off the Marcy stop. And, you know, as we all expect, you get on the train, you feel this burst of air conditioning. It's, and the air conditioning is not there. I'm late for work. I'm like, I can't wait for another train. We are now in an unair conditioned train above ground. This is very bad. I was so hungover. I was like, unbelievable. Oh my God. Yes. Hungover. And I was like, this is bad. Like the minute I was like, I, this is, there's well, other many- people. Are you at commuter time where everyone's close commuter to each time. other? Yep. Fuck Packed. you. Oh, call in sick, you bitch. Holy shit. Honestly, people like you are the reason why I can't ride the train. People people (laughs) like you. This is this is the problem with New York City. You do have to call in sick when you're hungover. I thought that I because no, no, fuck you, Andrea. Fuck you. This is why like you know what? I have been traumatized my entire life Uh by people like you. And then I hear stories like this, and this is why I don't leave my house. I feel like why I'm mentally ill. Your family did this to you. My family did Um, this to me and everyone else. Do you know how many people have vomited on or at me in my whole life? Like I'm not okay. Do I look okay? You've been okay since (laughs) I've known you. You've been haven't been okay since I've known you, but I, I thought I could pull it together. I'm fair. I don't vomit easily. I was mm-hmm, a crazy mm-hmm, alcoholic mm-hmm. for like 10 years. I mm-hmm. have an ironclad stomach, but it was so hot. It was so packed. And then I look. You had a rod in your mouth. That I look. I, he's on my shoulder and he's like, you're drunk. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, I turn around and I see a homeless guy, like so homeless, you know, when it's oh, like, like super homeless, the diabetes legs, oh. the, mm. the dirt everywhere. Like, it's just like human tragedy. And there's no air conditioning. And, and that is oh, God. a Wait for very it. particular smell. Wait for mm-hmm. it. He is also eating a McDonald's cheeseburger and it is getting Wait, a number all, two. But that's a number your favorite. Two. <laughs> and he's getting all over oh, his God. face. And I'm like, it's too much. It's too much. Oh, that was too much. Okay. okay. That <laughs> triggered. It was like, yeah. it's, I'm already like was McDonald's like- have some dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I love McDonald's, but it kept stacking. You know what I mean? It was like, it's hot. It's full. Okay. There's the homeless guy. Oh my God. He's eating the cheeseburger. The sauce is all over his face. I can't take it. And then I look next to me and there's a woman with her newborn baby. Oh no. The baby. That's disgusting. Okay. okay. You know what though? <laughs> 
I got to tell you, when I see that, I do feel sick to my stomach. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like thought- Andrea, Andrea's looking around the train for where to throw up. And this is what she's encountering. She's like, I- nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I look over at the baby. You went, I'm that, like, oh. Yeah, that woman went full term, like on purpose. We have options because you know what? We have options. We have options right now. I'm working on um, a paper about the women's suffrage movement and the 19th amendment and like, you know, the effect on reproductive rights. And like we do because of the cares act, like we have options. And I just want everyone who has a baby uh, to know that you made the wrong choice. Yeah. And and I love it because I second that. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't too little too late, Bonnie. Listen, we can still take care of her. Okay, so we, it, it wasn't, it was the fact that it was a woman with a newborn baby and I knew I was going to throw up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm about, this beautiful little angel is about She to can see. handle it because all she handles all day yeah, is throw She's ups. covered in vomit regardless. Yes, I know, yeah. there, but there was something about the fact that she was a mother that I was like, <laughs> oh, now it's Bonnie's daughter. Sorry. Bonnie just turned her camera so she can show Hello, us sweetheart. Her. I'm about to tell your mommy about how I- I made a big mistake. I, Here I she is. So <laughs> this is my fault. <laughs> So the 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 mother sees in her motherly eye that oh, I'm I'm fucked up, and she gives me her seat, which is oh, with God, a baby. woman with a baby, baby gave baby. you her seat. That's how fucked up I look. She's like, here, throw up canceled. next to these people. I know. You should be canceled. I know, for that and I'm story. like, I really don't. I think, I, and she was like, I am looking at you, and you need that. This. That was not the end of it. Then the homeless guy was like, No, please take my seat. No. You're in bad shape. <laughs> take my burger. He's like, hold on, let me get my legs. Here's a dollar. Put my legs over my shoulders. Oh my god! Everyone felt so- I was. Gr- I must have been green, and I vomited. I made a little bowl with my oh god. hands. Oh good, that's great. And I- yeah, <laughs> and I vomited into the bowl. Oh, okay. and then I just held it because I'm like, I'm not gonna throw up. On- I'm not gonna release it. Yeah, did no, any drop? Did gross. any of the vomit drip out of your hands? Because no, it- oh, airtight. That Air means you're a princess. Yeah. That's, the- <laughs> that's the princess best. like we finally we finally found the test of what a princess is and it's It's if you can hold vomit in your hands (laughs) i I have held vomit in my hands many times before i've been in a lot of house parties where the bathroom wasn't available this is the last vomit story that's gonna happen on only in new york you gotta make a seal okay because i don't have how can you have a show called only in new york and not want vomit stories i am unwell i don't have therapy until sunday and this is not okay (laughs) so okay so then the j train goes across the bridge so now i am going from oh brooklyn to manhattan with stuck. a little bowl of vomit and oh it did stop on the bridge don't you worry we were stuck for like oh my god <laughs> i just had to look the baby and people had to have smelled it and notice oh okay. yeah you're, 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 it's amazing that it didn't start like a stephen king what's that so weird that Stand we're almost by out of time. story where everyone just starts like eating me oh yeah yeah, like like a like a family guy sketch where they just kind of like 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 one person throws up this person's like oh the baby andrea thank you so much for being at the show today uh andrea where can we find Anyways, I got off. I got uh-huh. off. Yeah. Stop in the she's city. She's like, don't worry about details. I'm not going to tell you too many yeah. details. 25 minutes later, she's like, <laughs> there were three peas in it. <laughs> I don't I, feel good. I know. It's it's over. I, I released it into the trash. 
It's not over when you. And then what did you do with your hand? Like your gross hands. I wiped it on my, and I was working in fashion at the time, so Mm -hmm. I had to look like acceptable all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just wiped it on my like nice fucking dress. I got into work. My boss. You're so disgusting. Yeah, Yeah, you're boss. I don't want to be friends with you. This kind of smell, vomit, is just one of those smells that you can't get rid of. I mean, I got to work, and my boss, who's also a drunk, looked at me and was like, "Turn around." go home and yeah, I was you're gross. like go vomit on the train on the way home yes, goodbye here and think about what you did you'll feel better once you get home <laughs> gross thank you for thank never God. telling that story ever again and now it's out i it's had there to for the world that's I, think I, had to, I had to do stand-up once uh like headline um bonnie oh, can, before you it? tell this story uh-huh. i know this story already okay oh you okay? do be- yes because the club told me this story and oh. you are the reason that i am afraid to be in green rooms now okay? oh my god i, I love not it stop I, I, throw- I never threw up in the green room no but, but i know all about it and i i was I threw up like about- 30 times if and then i had was- to go on stage and do stand-up and if then i was I- working with you that night and this yeah. is a very unprofessional thing. I would have 100% immediately left. And I you don't should, care should've. if comedy was like, you're never going to do comedy again. Like you're fine. How do you look comedy? at the other male comedians if you have a problem throwing up? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They're all so good looking and amazing. Yeah. So what? How are what? you going to get stage time? You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't blow what? Joey Diaz. I was going to say, like, I don't throw up when I give a blowjob. Why, why oh. couldn't I get stage time? Andrea does. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this has <laughs> been the worst right, episode sorry. ever. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know. I don't know if you've seen I'm my really video on mess. Vice. How many documentaries do I need to make to show you guys that I am not okay? I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, Tracy. Oh, I love <laughs> she's because she's freaking out. Wait, okay. is Bonnie not allowed to tell that story? Then? I don't want to hear that story it's again. Fun. I, like, it's just I can't a, it just was a story about like having to not throw up while on stage. Yeah. Okay. That must be hard. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love you all, but I hate okay. all of this. All right. <laughs> I quit the podcast. Actually, guys, I am just <laughs> I'm doing Teen Mom Trash Talk twice a week instead of doing only in New York from now on. How about diarrhea stories? That's fine. No, that's fine. I don't care oh, about okay. Yeah. It's, it's just, I can't. I'm not, I'm, I'm a metaphobic. I'm very uh, not okay about that. I had a lot of trauma in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watch, sorry. watch Tracy's Vice episode about her trauma. It's very, very interesting and will give you a huge insight and will totally forgive her for not showing up to the next episode because she uh-huh. needs a one month mm-hmm. break or something. Yeah, I need like so, a five month break. Listen, bring Tracy back, share the show. You can go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com and get all the information, including like every episode. We, we have a shop now, have some Wait, wait what's in the shop? This sh- okay, so we had this live show, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. we did not put it in this podcast feed. So the only way to get it, and it's audio and video, is to go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com and visit the shop. And there's other stuff too. There's stickers. Also, oh, you could buy the show right off of that thing, and then you could listen to the episode that no one else heard. Yes, yes. crazy. Yes. Bananas. And it's an episode about cops. We did this way before uh, the the shit hit the fan. And right. interestingly enough, Hamda being the only person of color is the only one who was wrongfully arrested in her story. So <laughs> <laughs> art imitates life. 
LOL. I think I was wrongfully arrested. Oh, yeah. Listen, the girl ended up making a full recovery. (laughs) You literally almost got away with murder. Okay. We were all more scared of you after this show. Okay. Good. Clearly not scared enough. No, not. Tracy's going to pull up in her fucking uh, air conditioned car (laughs) to my apartment. I'm I'm going to watch you go breathe some rat air in the subway. Because that's what you deserve today. That's My what you all deserve. My deepest apologies, Tracy. <laughs> well, uh, get that show. And we had a Q&A after. It's all in there. It's actually a two-hour episode. Bonnie, I, your book is amazing. Yeah, Listen, yeah you can you, get it on Audible. And it has a lot of really interesting So what's your book stories. called again? Uh, You're Better Than Me. Oh, my God. I'm so No male comedian this. has ever been able to say that on stage. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They always go, I'm better than you. It's like, that's not the title of the book. Wow. I read it. It's such a good book. You're such a good storyteller. And there's so much trauma in your life. And you're just so light about it. It was like, I think I I cried during some of it. And then I just laughed right after. So, so I mean, I was really like, I got to make this funny somehow. (laughs) Yeah. how we survive, right? Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. why we're in this. What's business. surviving like? Yeah, well, <laughs> you're about to perish, but <laughs> bye, so sorry, everyone. So, Bonnie, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Twitter at Bonnie McFarlane. I'm on Instagram at Bonnie McFarlane. I'm not on Facebook, and um, I'm a better person for it. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Great person, very funny 100%. comedian. Once you're better than me, you're, you're better, better than me. me. Buy my book. I yes. have a, guys, the sure audible you, version because I, I I narrate it. Oh my oh, god, that's yeah. that's really cool, guys. Make sure you're buying Bonnie's audible version of her book. You're better than me. This is going to be uh, a great journey that you're going to go on. And make mm-hmm. sure you're listening to my podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk, and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. I have a live podcast coming up for Teen Mom Trash Talk on. Uh, July 11th at 7-11 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can go to TracyCarnazzo.com for all of my information and follow me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. Andrea, what's happening over there? Andrea's in trouble, but currently you can catch her at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. You can listen to my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Um, all the ladies actually have been on this show. And when Bonnie was on, I was still talking to my dad. Oh, and right. and uh, and uh, I had like a a very particular run in with him and his new wife, and Bonnie was there to talk me through it. It was very <laughs> nice of her. Um, I remember you cried. Oh, it was a hard. It was a very hard time. Very hard. Bad time. Sorry, I know, and I couldn't stop asking about the hotel room. I'm sorry yeah, about that. No, you don't need to apologize. I'm sorry. I made you be my therapist on a podcast. Oh, uh, look at However, these Canadians I'm, saying I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to I'm each sorry. other. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the Hot Mess Comedy Hour is chocked full of trauma and laughter. Uh, so check that out wherever you check out podcasts. Come though, where can they check you out? My show is called Keith and the Girl. We've been doing it for about 15 years now. And... KeithandTheGirl.com. Keith and the Girl for every platform of podcasting. Keith and the Girl in your nightmare. Keith and the Girl (laughs) (laughs) over and over again in all social media. Thank you guys for listening. If you didn't catch any of this information, it is on OnlyInNewYorkPod.com. Thanks for listening, sharing the show, giving us a five-star review, and being the best balls and sauce we've ever touched, licked, or 
swallowed. <laughs> Absolutely. And guys, if you want to talk about the show, make sure you're joining our Facebook group only in New York podcast on Facebook because you could interact with the hosts. You could interact with each other. And we talk about everything that we've talked about on the podcast. And we put links to things that we've talked about on the podcast as well. So make sure you do that. Thanks for being here, Bonnie. Thank, Thank you, you for Bonnie. having me. It was so fun, you guys. It was really, really a nice time. You're the best. Soul. Sauce. <laughs>